I'm Laura Herberg, and this is Curiosity, where listeners ask questions about everything Detroit. We're doing things a little differently this time around. This episode is a part of a special series at WDET called Crossing the Lines. And the goal of that series is to tell stories that show the diversity of people and perspectives that make up Metro Detroit by collaborating directly with residents of the cities and neighborhoods that we look into. So we've done this project in Canton, we've done it in Centerline, and right now we're doing a deep dive into the Live 6 area of Detroit. And Live 6, if you're not familiar, is made up of four neighborhoods that surround the intersection of McNichols or Six Mile and Livernois. So the University District, Martin Park, Fitzgerald, and Bagley. So for this episode, we went out into these neighborhoods and asked people what questions they had for Curiosity. And one question we received was specifically about the Bagley neighborhood. I'll let WDET's Sasha Ryan take it from here. Bagley is a neighborhood bordered by McNichols, Wyoming, Outer Drive, and Detroit's Avenue of Fashion on Livernois. The neighborhood is filled with brick and stone Tudor-style homes and lined with new and established stores and restaurants. Reginald Ayala has this question. Why is it called Bagley? Like, who is Bagley? Good question, Reginald. If I tell you that Bagley was a person, you can probably guess some things. He was a male person. He was a white person. He is a dead person. We'll learn more about him in a bit, but first, let's get to know the Bagley neighborhood a little more, shall we? Kimberly Cunningham and Kimberly Hampton are faithful members of the Bagley Community Striders. The group meets each week in front of Bagley Elementary for a choose-your-own-adventure-level walk through the neighborhood. The Kims, who are both black, have lived here their whole lives, 55 years, and say it was a great place to grow up. It was nice. There were a lot of kids our age, families, you know, uh, mothers and fathers. It was just nice. Uh, It wasn't integrated. I wouldn't say it was different races. It was all mainly African-American. Well, on my block, it was was racially mixed. The person next door to us was a cantor. A cantor is a person who leads song and sometimes prayer in Jewish worship services. When the Bagley community was established in the 1920s, Jewish and black people were prohibited from buying property there. Over the years, the rules changed somewhat. By the early 1960s, about 40% of the neighborhood was Jewish, but there were few, if any, black people. In 1961, the Bagley Community Council formed in part to keep white residents there and keep others out. According to reporting from the Detroit Free Press, the council decided to use high home prices to screen new residents, but the council's plan didn't work. Chris Johnson is the current president of the Bagley Community Council. He says real estate agents at the time really wanted to sell Bagley homes, so they exploited the residents' fears. There was a developer that came in, and he wanted to be able to purchase some of the homes. Well, of course, they weren't going to sell their homes. But what he did was he paid an African-American woman to, every morning, at the same time, come out with a stroller with her baby, to walk down Livernois, and then in the evening time she will walk back the other way. So people were thinking, well, blacks are moving into the community. White residents began to sell their homes and leave Bagley for the suburbs. This opened up the opportunity for African-American families like the Kims to finally move in. 
Today, the neighborhood is majority black, but white residents are beginning to return. I find it to be very walkable. That's Gary Wheelock. He organizes the weekly walks of the Bagley Community Striders. Wheelock moved to Bagley in the fall of 2021. I like walking to a grocery store and having my choice of more than one grocery store to go to. And I don't like the ice cream trucks. They're very loud. But <laughs> overall, such a, I think it's such a good neighborhood. I love it. The return of white residents like Wheelock is a good sign, some residents say, for property values, a higher owner-to-renter ratio, and the likelihood that more and more businesses will come into the area. But Community Council President Johnson says while he's excited to see the neighborhood become more diverse, he hopes black home buyers continue to have fair access. If you stayed out in the sun as long as I have, uh, they didn't want to give you financing to get a home. And we're starting to see that a little bit more. So, you know, we have people that are looking into that. There are several homes on the market in Bagley, which has had some pretty famous homeowners, including Marvin Gaye and Stevie Wonder. But John J. Bagley did not live there. Told you we'd get back to the neighborhood's namesake. Bagley died decades before Detroiters started building homes in the area, and he never even lived nearby. He and his wife, Frances, owned a huge house in downtown Detroit on Park Street between Washington Boulevard and what was then called Macomb Street. Today, we know it as Bagley Street. Born in Medina, New York, Bagley came to Detroit in 1847. He's 15 when he arrives in, in the city. That's Martin Hershock a history professor and dean at the University of Michigan-Dearborn. He wrote about John J. Bagley in his book about the history of the Republican Party. In Detroit, Bagley becomes an apprentice at a tobacco company. The city was the nation's largest producer of tobacco products for much of the 19th century, and he quickly moves up in the business. And then in uh, 1854, um, he, he buys out the person he's apprenticing for or who he apprenticed with, and starts his own company, um, John J. Bagley and Company. Later, Bagley co-founds the largest tobacco firm in the city, Mayflower Tobacco Company, and then he enters politics. He's elected to the Detroit Board of Education, the city's common council. He's elected to the police commission and helps create Detroit's professional police department. Bagley is actually one of the founders of the National Republican Party in 1854 in Jackson. He then serves as the governor of Michigan for two terms, from 1873 to 1877. As for the neighborhood, we don't know for sure why it's named Bagley. The community most likely started calling itself that after Bagley Elementary opened in 1930. It's unclear when Bagley became the official neighborhood name, but the title was solidified when the Bagley Community Council formed in the 1960s. And as a result, today we have a majority black neighborhood in Detroit that's named after a white dead founder of the Republican Party. That was WDET's Sasha Ryan. The WDET team is going to be reporting stories in the Live 6 area throughout the month of May. If you live or work or spend a lot of time in the University District, Martin Park, Fitzgerald, or Bagley, we would like to hear from you. WDET put together a short online survey that we'd love for you to take a minute to fill out. You can find the link in the show notes if you're listening to this on a podcasting app. You've been listening to Curiosity, a production of 1019 WDET-FM, Detroit's NPR station. I'm Laura Herberg, the executive producer of this show. 
Thank you to Reginald Ayala for asking his question. And thank you to our interns at the time, Ethan Myers and Claudia Brancart, for knocking on Reginald's door and recording his question. This episode was reported by WDET's Sasha Ryan and edited by me. Mastering and additional mixing for the episode were done by WDET's Connor Anderson. Our music is by Will Sessions. Thanks to WDET podcast manager David Lyons for production support. WDET's digital team is Dave Kim and Sophia Joswiak. Curiosity is powered by your questions. If there's something that you're curious about in Detroit, ask it at WDET.org slash curious. And thanks. 